It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you grow your e-commerce business faster and more efficiently by cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and guidance from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, Master Plan World. Welcome to our latest podcast. It is, as it always is, an absolute pleasure to have just so many of you out there listening. I'm Chloe Thomas, the creator of the e-commerce master plan. I'm an author, speaker and consultant, and I focus on e-commerce business strategy and marketing. Now, last time we got into the the parallel world of selling software online with Mark Morris of Introversion Software. It was a thoroughly enjoyable chat from my perspective, and I've been hearing good things from all of you. So please do go and have a listen to that one, but only after this show. And if you want to join in the discussion about that, then head over to our Facebook group, which you can find via ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Facebook. Let's get on with today's show then. And uh, I'm going to introduce you to today's special guest. Now, today we have Simon Rigby on. He's the founder of Deliver. Delicious coffee. Simon is a coffee lover who's turned that passion into an online only business selling delicious coffee, surprisingly enough, and everything you need to make it. He launched the business in early 2016 and now has well over a thousand customers. Hi, Simon. Hi, Chloe. How are you doing? Yeah, good today. Thanks very much. Excellent. Well, I've just given our listeners a super quick overview of you, your business, and where you're at at the moment. But how did you get started off in e commerce? Uh, well, I actually predate e-commerce. Uh, it was in the late 70s. I started advertising in newspapers uh, with a gift range. And in those days, you had to go through quite stringent controls to be able to advertise in any magazine or newspaper with the Mail Order Protection Society. Um, but I started in my uh, previous business, which was uh, office stationery, in e-commerce in about 2000. I think I was a bit ahead of the wave there. And I was probably one of the first people using Google AdWords. <clears throat> wow, right the way back in the early 2000s. Yes. So, yes. so you did gifts via off-the-page advertising. Then yes. you went into office stationery. How have you yes. ended up doing coffee? Well, two years ago, I sold my office stationery business and I woke up one Monday morning wondering what the heck I was going to do with myself. And um, one of the things I looked at doing was coffee uh, because I've always wanted to do do coffee on the Internet. And uh, it took me a little while to get going to find uh, someone who had roasted coffee to my sort of recipes that I wanted to use. And um, it took me a little while to do that. And I started in May last year in earnest with uh, my coffee website. Well, so the, so the slowest thing about getting the coffee piece up and running was finding the product, essentially, or the production, <clears throat> I guess. Finding a good, reliable supplier who knows what they're doing. I didn't really want to, in the early stages, want to start roasting coffee myself. Uh, because I wanted to spend more time on the marketing of it. So I outsourced the coffee roasting to someone um, who was really good at it. And that took a little while to find that person? Yes. Aha. Okay, cool. Well, look, let's, let's, uh, let's go into understanding a little bit more about the business as it is right now. So, uh, so where in the world are you and where are you selling to? Uh, down in Dorset, and I sell to anyone with money. That's my motto. <laughs> so you're you're selling globally then? I would sell globally, but I'm just limiting myself to the UK market at the moment. 
Okay, cool. And for those of you who don't know where Dorset is, Dorset is in the UK, as you can probably tell from from um, Simon's accent. Um, okay, and um, and the the product. Uh, oh, actually, let's talk talk platform first. So, what platform did you pick? You clearly you're you're a seasoned retailer. So, which was your choice well, of website? I looked at a few, but then in the end, I just I settled on Shopify. Uh, and I think it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, being one that has spent thousands of pounds on e-commerce websites in my previous business, um, Shopify, I was up and running in about four or five hours. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah, for those for those of us who did e-commerce in the two thousands, that's just still it. Still blows my mind, to be honest. <laughs> still, still such such a strange concept, but um, but a good one nonetheless. My first, my first e-commerce website probably took about two months to write and cost me thousands of pounds. So uh, Shopify was, uh, was brilliant. A breath of fresh air. Well, if anyone out there listening wants to get a really special deal on, uh, on, their sh- on Shopify and give it a go, then head to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Shopify for all the details on our super special offer that we've negotiated for you all. Um, okay, so you're on Shopify, which must mean you're in the world of widgets and plugins. So, are there yes. any in particular you'd like to recommend? There's quite a few good free ones that I use. I use some of the bold ones um, to uh, do quantity discounts, uh, so that I, it enables me to sell, uh, say, five packs of coffee cheaper than one pack of coffee. Uh, but I also use uh, FIFO as a review website. Uh, I used FIFA in my previous business, and um, it was just simple enough to plug them into my Shopify uh, website. And do you find those reviews make a difference to customer conversion and all that kind of good stuff? I think it really helps to have reviews on your website. It gives people confidence of buying from you, that they're not the first customer that you've got. And yeah. sometimes even negative comments can be – you can turn them into a positive Um, if you're clever with the response to them. And that gives people confidence to buy from you, that they have got an opportunity after they've uh, got their delivery to have a moan at you if they really feel like doing that. (laughs) Yeah, I always think it's better, you know, if if I'm talking to someone who's not yet, who's who's scared of putting reviews on their website, I'm like, well, would you rather they were ranting on your site or they were ranting somewhere else? Good point. at least then you know what they've said and you're able to control it and deal with it rather than them ranting everywhere else. Um, okay, cool. Any other widgets or key plugins or is it really the the, uh, the bulk discounts and the reviews there? Yeah, that's pretty much it. There are some other free ones that you get that put banners on the top of your website uh, that you can change. Um, it's just uh, a great platform, really. Cool. Um, and obviously, you know, it's a fairly new startup. You've run different businesses in the past you're quite used to having teams so what, what's been your been your resource strategy human resource strategy for uh for this business well my hr department is mainly me <laughs> uh which i i enjoy i enjoy going out and uh packing up orders it's very satisfying and if i get uh, uh very very busy i've got a neighbor who works in a in a uh, e-commerce business and she'll come in in the evenings or weekends and uh, just get me out of a hole. So literally, the picking and packing you you outsource on a on a needs basis, and the rest yes. of it you're doing yourself. Yes, that's right. Oh, cool! So the marketing, the website, everything being done in house at the moment. Yes. Wow. And which bit 
if I'm allowed to ask this, feel free to, you know, to, to not answer if you don't want to. But which bit is on your list to outsource first, if anything? Well, in terms of marketing? In terms of, of those, all those roles that you're currently doing yourself, which would be when, you, when the business gets to that size, which one would you, would you outsource first? Probably the picking and packing. Cool. Had a feeling you might say that, uh, <laughs> but I know it's something which a lot of our listeners struggle with. Um, so I figured uh, it was good, given all your experience, it was a good question to ask you. Okay, cool. Uh, let's take a look at the product then, because I, in the introduction, I kind of glossed it over it, simply saying delicious coffee and everything you need to make it. We've talked about the need to find the right the right manufacturing process for it, but um, but on your website you also sell kind of coffee receptacles and coffee machines and creators of different types was it always part of the plan to do coffee plus um the 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 things that go with making a good cup of coffee or or has that kind of been an evolving strategy for you a bit of a an evolving strategy i really really just wanted to sell coffee but of course people want all the other bits and bobs with it and who am i to deny them um i have recently slimmed down the range I was selling a lot of uh, electronic uh, coffee-making machines. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, because of the price competition from um, other companies, I didn't really think it was worthwhile selling. So I've slimmed it down to uh, my coffee and the most important and best of the coffee-making equipment. So you're giving your customers that edit as such of the product? Yes, Cool. And, um, and, and did you, so, so that, that diversification into the product types was purely as a result of the customer feedback you were getting and what they wanted from you? Well, I, I found a supplier for all of the sort of, uh, pod type, uh, coffee making equipment. And, um, I decided it was a distraction from what I really, really wanted to do. And I stopped doing that just after Christmas Oh, so, so like like the Nespresso world. Yes. Oh, exactly. right. Gosh. So you you got into that and away from the pure ground, etc. Piece. I tried it. Test and measure. I tried it and decided <laughs> I didn't like it. Moved on. Excellent. So it, it's very much uh, the the product is one of the key things in the business that you're tweaking day to day. Then. Yes. Excellent. Yep. Okay. And have you ever been tempted by um, subscription coffee? No, I haven't. I, I've looked at it, and I personally wouldn't do it myself um, as a as a business model. I, I believe it works quite well, but um, I would much prefer to just go and buy the coffee when I'm, when I want it and which type I want, rather than being just sent a pack in the post every week or every month. So it's that that simplicity of right. I want some really good coffee. Let's try that one this month, or I'm in the mood for that this month. So giving the customer the control. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, because I, I figured if if I didn't ask you about subscription, there'd be a lot of people screaming, <laughs> screaming uh-huh. at the at the uh, whatever they're listening to this on, going, why, why is he doing subscription? Why is he subscription? Because that's not the business model. That's not the customer that you're looking for. It's not the person who simply wants another bit of coffee to arrive is the person who's that specialist i guess yes i'm in a the the coffee market is quite distinct and you've got the people who have uh instant coffee then they move up to pods 
and then they move into my sort of coffee. And above me, there are uh, much more uh, um, intricate coffees where the customers want to know what sort of altitude the coffee beans were grown at, how they were washed, how they were dried, what sort of thickness the beans are uh, ground down to. Um, but that's not the market I want to go into. I want to be in the sort of just when people are moving on from pods to want to go into real coffee. Got you, which I suppose there's an awful lot more people at that point than there are at the uh, at the altitude yes. level. Yes, yes, yeah. Trying not to use the word level with altitude there, but there we go. <laughs> um, no, no pun intended, everybody. Uh, okay, Simon, so I think, I think I've grilled you enough on, on the, uh, how the business is at the moment, but what, what do you think is the most awesome thing about delicious coffee right now? Uh, we've got some really good coffees. Um, I do five blended coffees, and they are absolutely delicious. Um, I do three different espressos, um, which, which uh, are absolutely fantastic, and they taste just like you were sitting on a street in Rome having a, having a cup of coffee. And then I do uh, six or seven specialist coffees, which are from around the world. Um, and these are sort of like single estate coffees. It's a bit like a, a single malt whiskey. Mm-hmm. Uh, my coffees will come from a particular farm in a particular country. And it gives people the opportunity to try coffee from Rwanda, uh, Costa Rica, Brazil, um, all over the world. And they are completely different tasting um, from where, you know, region to region. And are those all. Um... Is it, is it your palate that's the selector of coffee? I work in conjunction with the guy who does my roasting. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's been doing it for many many years, and some of the bright ideas I've uh, come up with for for the blended ones, um, uh, he's he's poo pooed, and uh, we've 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 come up with a compromise <laughs> with the uh, specialty coffees. Obviously, it's just one particular sort of bean, but it's how you roast them that mm-hmm. makes the difference. Uh, what, to- what sort of roast, whether it's a long roast or a short roast, hot, cold, whatever. Um, and that is something that we do in conjunction. Okay, so it, it's, um, it's, so as well as finding someone who could make the physical product, you actually you found someone who could help you perfect the product as well. Yes, an essential, uh, essential member of the team for certain. Um, yes. Okay. So, what's on the radar? What's on the to-do list for the next couple of months with uh, with delicious coffee? Well, I'm very, very keen on doing inserts uh, with other companies um, that are in a similar sort of specialist food uh, market as me uh, that complement. Uh, what I do. So, for instance, uh, I'm on the hunt for wine companies or chocolate companies or cheese companies that are willing to put an insert in their outgoing boxes. Uh, Putting inserts in outgoing boxes I found to be incredibly successful in my previous business when I was selling office stationery. Uh, I had inserts going out in um, all sorts of different places um, and it worked very, very well. So are you, would you like to make a little bit of an appeal to our listeners to get in contact then? And feel free to use the, um, the e-commerce master plan well Facebook page to corral them if you want to. Yep. Anyone who's willing to take some of my inserts, uh, I'm really willing to swap with you. 
just me- message me on Facebook, um, on, on Chloe's page, and I'll be straight back to you. Excellent. So there you go, everybody. A little bit of a marketing opportunity. Who knew you were going to get that in today's podcast? Um, but I, I have to, um, to agree with Simon as well. I think inserts are in the parcel is, you know, and swapping inserts with like-minded businesses and sim- with similar customer bases is just such an amazing way to grow the business. Back in the mists of time, when I looked after catalog mailings for pastimes, it was consistently one of our most, um, cost effective. In fact, it was a profitable customer acquisition channel for us. Hugely, hugely successful piece of marketing and really easy to do. Um, And also, you know, it's always nice to be chatting to people and making connections with people who are targeting a similar customer base to you. Um, If only to vent from time to time it's always good to be in contact with your peers so um so yeah if you had if if you if you'd like to chat to simon about that then go to uh ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash facebook or just head straight to the ecommerce masterplan world facebook group um if you're not already a member make sure you join and then um simon's already in there so you can uh you can message him just put just put a post up in the group and uh and we'll see see what happens i'll make sure i put a post in there uh, as this one goes live to see if we can gather all the uh all the all the, all the interested parties together she says completely stumbling her words there so simon as well as the the inserts what's kind of like a what's what what have you found to be a really good reliable marketing method for the startup business now you're about a year in. Well, I obviously have tried uh, Google AdWords, Google Shopping, uh, which are good for uh, finding customers. It is an expensive route to finding customers. Uh, there are cheaper ways uh, using social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, um, but I would say that they're probably also becoming rather limited um, ways of marketing. At Facebook, for instance, your post doesn't always go as far as you think it does unless you go and boost it. Yeah. So it is getting expensive out there to start a business on the internet. And I can't say about inserts enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go back to the traditional people. <laughs> Yeah. So for you, it's mainly been about kind of doing the, uh, the the twist, pivot, the hustle on um, on those social media platforms and the, yes. and AdWords to get you to your thousand. I mean, I obviously do um, e shots, uh, which I send out about once a month. I think any more than that, and it gets a bit uh, bit bit boring. And um, so I just do them once a month. And I think you, you've got to do it with a cracking offer. So there's no point going out there with a half-hearted offer. Um, if, you, if you're going to do e-shots, you've got to do them um, with, the, with the best ever offer you can, you can muster. So is it quite a price competitive world, the coffee market online? There are, there are price limits, but because all the coffees are different, it's, it's not so much uh, head-to-head because my coffee is different to the next roasters. And some people will prefer my coffee to their coffee and vice versa. So it's not quite so price sensitive. It's more down to um, um, taste, literally. And on on that note, um, I don't think I can have you on the show without asking you, Simon, what is your most delicious coffee? What's your recipe for the most perfect coffee to help us all get up in the morning? <laughs> uh, my my favourite coffee that I do is uh, 
the all day blend, which is a, a, a very much like the Blue Mountain, but a lot less expensive. Oh, that's I, the very special coffee from Jamaica, isn't it? Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah Blue Mountain. It is horrendously expensive, mm. but I've managed to get a blend together that is as good, if not slightly better, and it makes it a very reasonable price. But I use a, an AeroPress, in fact. Uh, I don't know whether any of your listeners have come across those. Is, is the AeroPress like the one-cup cafetiere idea? Or am I it's totally like a off syringe. the... Oh, it's like right. a big, it's like a big syringe, and you just pop your coffee in there, and you drive through the hot water, and it's like having a, a, a an espresso, and that is the best way to make coffee. Excellent. Well, there we go, everybody. You now know how to make your delicious coffee. Um, and on after that top tip, I think we should go into the top tips round. I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. Now, Simon, are you ready? I am. Excellent. Okay, the book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off, settle down with a cup of all-day blend that's been through their aero filter. AeroPress. AeroPress, so close yet so far. Um, And read a book to make their business better. Which book would you recommend? Well, I'd recommend any from Brad Sugar's range of books, but in particular, I'd start off with Instant Cash Flow. Well, I've not come across Brad really... Sugar. Pardon? I have not come across bad Brad Sugar. No, but he uh, runs a business called Action Coach, and he uh, writes lots and lots of books. He's got about 10 books in the wow. series, and they're all excellent books. They're easy to read books, they're not complicated but they've got some jolly good ideas in them. I think cash flow is always something which you really do need to understand if you're going into a product business, don't you? Yes. Excellent. I think that's that's the first cash flow focused book recommendation we've had. So that's an awesome one. Uh, well, I was going to do E-Myth, but I know that, that gets... <laughs> it is, E-Myth well, is the most recommended book on the podcast. Um, and we had yes. we actually had Michael Gerber on the show earlier this year talking about Beyond the E-Myth, which I think is uh, certainly in our top 10 most listened to episodes now. So E-Myth is very popular amongst the audience, yes. Yes. Um, as it should be, quite frankly. Yes, it's a fantastic book. Anyway, we, we, di- we digress into e-mythness. So, uh, so let's get back to the top tips. The traffic top tip. Which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? And I have a hunch I might know what's coming here. Well, yes, of course. Uh, inserts. That is my number one driver. It's not something I've done with my uh, coffee business yet, but uh, it's something that I'm desperate to do. Excellent. And everybody, if you're interested in giving that a go, head over to the to the uh, Facebook group and uh, we can hook you up. Okay, the tool top tip then, maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? Chloe, I've really had a good long think about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, spent a lot of time thinking about this and I can't think of anything. Really? Not not one I thing. I, <laughs> I don't know. I use spreadsheets, um, uh, Facebook. It's not, there's nothing that would stand out. Nothing that if it was taken away tomorrow, you'd be screaming. No. For the return of, wow. Okay, cool. Fair enough. I'm uh, worried. Perhaps I should be using something. 
Well, I think I think if there's not, I'm. I talk a lot about bright, shiny objects and about how um, we should all be trying to avoid the bright, shiny objects because we're constantly surrounded by them. And I always think you have to start with the problem or the thing you're trying to achieve, and then find the tool or the shiny object which will help you achieve it. So if you're not feeling any pain, then I doubt there is. I would say. Okay, um, okay startup top tip then. If you met someone this weekend who's thinking of starting an e-commerce business, what would your be your per- what would be your first tip for them? Don't overcomplicate it. Keep it simple to start with. Then start adding in all your other products if you want to, but just keep it simple to start with. Excellent advice. Well, Master Plan World, you can find those top tips and links to everything else we've been chatting about in today's episode by heading over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast, where you'll see a link to this show. Simon, before we say goodbye, would you like to let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media? Sure. Uh, my website is www.deliciouscoffee.co.uk. Uh, find me on social media under Delicious Coffee and I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and at the moment, I'm doing special offers on mixed bags of coffee. I do a, um, a pack of uh, um, blended coffees, a pack of um, uh, espresso coffees, and of course, my uh, specialist coffees. Put them all together uh, into one one pack and they're on special offer on the website at the moment so so no excuse for uh for uh for working out your coffee preference of choice everybody uh okay i'll add links to all of that and everything else we talked about today in the show notes masterplan world you can find those at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast or just go to the website click on the podcast tab or use that search box um simon thank you so much for being on the e-commerce masterplan podcast today and for being so generous sharing your experience with us it's been great great thanks very much chloe i've really enjoyed it i'm just off to go and make some coffee now really interesting to hear from Simon there both I think for me kind of like two of the big points from that were he's got such a clear idea of the customer he's going after and he's been trying things around the edges of that customer mainly on the product side and discovering you know what they do want what they don't want and really it's all about getting that product right in his business I thought was really interesting such a clear view of, of the customer and then secondly about the the online methods which work a bit for him um, but really he's going to focus back on that tradition more tra- much more traditional marketing method the insert in the parcel in other people's parcels to get him those those future sales and to be his key customer acquisition choice um, so if you've got any thoughts on any of that or you want to hook up with Simon and do some swaps uh, then uh, join in the discussion on our Facebook group at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Facebook or just go and have a search for ecommerce master plan world on Facebook itself um, had a lovely review of the show uh, recently, which I just wanted to share with you all. So a big thank you to Buller Cake, whoever you are, I don't know whether you're male or female, but great name, someone in the UK for, for reviewing the show as such. I've been listening to Chloe for the last few weeks after a while away and can say, if you need to get up to speed in e-commerce, subscribe ASAP. Great job, Chloe. Great resource with two exclamation marks. So need to say I'm putting that all over social media and uh, trying to use it to get a few more people listening. Um, and it's always nice to hear what all of you think. So if you haven't already, do as Buller Cake says and subscribe ASAP. And of course, if you have already subscribed, please do leave a review. And you never know, I might just read yours out one day. Have a great week.
and keep optimizing. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com.